0: looping we're looping
1: got it on loop baby
0: <laughs> let's do it again bring it around back.
1: again run it back racetrack that act.
0: all right what is going on everybody we're we got the, been, the double psych up
1: it has been a day it has been a night folks
0: yeah, so,
1: we, <laughs> so we
0: had we had some technical difficulties last night. The wind was blowing the internet around, um, and we, oh, we did not record on our typical Wednesday night recording. So we're doing it on Thursday night. So thanks everyone for being patient with us.
1: And and evidently Thursday night uh, recordings are just a debacle. <laughs> like <laughs> I do not recommend. Yeah, oh, so if man, you're recording on long.
0: if you're recording on Thursday <laughs> nights, and <then> you <laughs> want to make crazy. sure that you hit record, oh, man, good stuff before you start, and don't do 25 minutes of the show <laughs> without, without actually recording. Oh so, shoot! Awesome. Anyway, here we, we are. Here we
1: are.
0: Yes, episode eight. Welcome back to Ultra Running News Network. Thanks for joining us. We do have a awesome jam packed show tonight. Um, we're going to go over some race results and we have the, uh, black Canyon, 100 K preview and predictions that we're going to go over. It's going to be a, a pretty epic black Canyon this year. There's lots and lots of fast runners and, uh, good ultra runners in it.
1: Some young guns too.
0: Yeah. Some, some, uh, some runners that, that might surprise some people. Um, so, so we'll, we'll talk about all that. And uh, we're also going to go over uh, this new tracking system, ActiveTrack. It's uh, pretty cool that we've heard about. And also another really ent- interesting guy in the ultra running world that just recently did an awesome accomplishment. So <laughs> we'll, we'll save that uh, for when we get to it. All right. Should we dive into some race results here? Let's talk about the races. All right. We're going to start with Rocky Raccoon. Okay. Rocky Raccoon was just absolutely crazy this year. Um, They had a bunch of rain down in Texas leading up to the race. And for those of you who don't know Rocky Raccoon, it's it's a pretty well-known 100-miler in February. Uh, it's a five mile or it's a five loop 20 miles per loop course and this year they had an extraordinary amount of rain and so there was literally like standing water all over there was r- like rivers that weren't even rivers before flowing through the course rivers. Rivers. <laughs> um, and if it wasn't if it wasn't underwater it was like completely mud so yeah It was a crazy year for for Rocky Raccoon, and uh, we do have we do have a a little video footage here from from that race. Crazy,
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: So basically, he's walking right through a river that is just one of the many rivers on course this year.
1: What's crazy about the the picture of the video? Uh, since you know some of the folks listening on podcast can't see this, not only is it like I don't know this guy, it's a little taller. It's it's a little over his ankle. It's maybe like mm, just mid shin deep. But here's the other crazy part: one, it's running at a pretty good clip. Like it's got some, it's got like little, you know, roll to it. But it's wide. Like like you can't see the end of the river or the start of the river from where these people are standing in the videos and pictures are in like it nuts, just absolutely nuts how much rain they got down there.
0: Yeah. You can totally tell that this particular river in this video was not, is not normally a river. It was just like no. rain like a area. in the woods and yeah. just flowing, you know, water finds the path of least resistance. And, and there it goes. And, uh, Friend of the pod. Well, we say he's friend of the pod. He's we, a, we, he, he doesn't really he
1: doesn't, know us. So. He doesn't know he is, but he is. You know,
0: and Andrew Glaze, the guy who runs 100 mile uh, weeks. He's had 100 mile weeks for over 200 weeks straight. He ran this 100 miler, and there was a video on his Instagram page of his taking his uh, shoes and socks off after the race, and they are just caked. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, I, I can only think of like a, I don't know, maybe a handful of races I've been that bad, you know, but I mean, like, it's, it's, it's Ohio. So you're kind of used to it, right? Like, I can't, yeah. I think you said it really well, when you talk about like the one river had formed, you know, that's just normally a low area. So when you go run this race, like, they were not ready for this month, but the people still like they knocked it out of the park, they killed it, like eight stations were up and running, they did a great job.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can go ahead and, and get into the into the results here. Um first place overall was Terry Palmer and he ran sixteen hours and fifty seven minutes. So sub sub seventeen hour Rocky Raccoon, which might not be might not be like super fast for that race, but I would say that's still, pre- <laughs> pretty pretty good. Pretty spectacular for yeah. the conditions uh, to go sub seventeen on that. On that, looks course. like one of those
1: lizards. You know the lizard you see like above him like running across the water. That's. I that had been what he looked like going across the water and mud down there, like just like <laughs> feet barely touching. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that that was the other thing. Andrew Glaze said that he, you know, he he ate shit like a couple times in that race. Yeah. And he had a bunch of sand up in up in his. Never. uh Nether, nether regions, nether regions. <laughs> yeah crazy i couldn't imagine the chafing there so he, mm. he said mm-hmm. he had to get that cleaned out um and lindsey dwyer she's a really solid ultra runner and she took first for the for the ladies in 18 hours and 55 minutes so pretty pretty good and there was a 100k version of this race too and Isaac Sanderson got first 20, 10 hours and 23 minutes. And first place female was Jessa Victor at 10 hours and 44 minutes. Her last name's Victor, and she was the Victor.
1: The Victor. <laughs> Let's see what you did there.
0: Yeah. All right. So that was Rocky Raccoon. That's why the episodes started off with the title Muddy Raccoons. Yeah. But, uh, i'm sure everybody picked up on that uh (laughs) all right let's move on to elephant mountain elephant mountain is an air viper race in arizona it's uh i think it starts and ends in cave creek arizona or or it starts in cave creek arizona but uh it's another air viper race as we all know arizona is full on for racing season right now Mm -hmm. uh, while it's not 120 degrees (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they, before your shoes melt in the sand yeah
0: <laughs> yeah right uh there was a a, a record for the 50 miler Curtis hall finished in seven hours and 44 minutes that was a, a course record not not a world record or anything but yeah uh, a, the 50 mile course record at elephant mountain and nick curry who's Jamil curry's brother also and nick is a speed he's a speed demon he uh, finished in eight hours and 23 minutes. Um, first place for the females was Bailey Lange and, Orlange. Lange. Not sure if I pronounced that right. Uh, she finished in 10 hours and 40 minutes. So congrats to her. And there was also a 50K. There's a bunch of different distances, but 50 mile and 50K are the two ultra distances. 50K was uh, Joe Corcion. Uh, He finished in four hours and 36 minutes. First place female was Kelly Cockrell in five hours and 46 minutes. So that is your elephant mountain results. Next up, we talked about running up for air at pretty great length in a previous episode. And running up for air uh, started by Jared Campbell and in Salt Lake City. He basically wanted to raise money for some organizations that uh, that do political activism for um, getting, you know, policies passed because uh, for for pollution control, because in Salt Lake, Salt Lake Valley, which is where millions of people live, there is just in winter, there's just this smog like there's nowhere for it to go. It It can't escape. So. It's like
1: uh, ranked the worst in the U S or something of crazy. like that on that day. They talked about it's crazy. It's yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. And he first noticed it when he was running, he was doing uh training for Barkley and, and doing uh, mm-hmm. these, these laps up and down this mountain. And he would notice that once he got up to a certain point, he was looking down on the smog and he was like breathing clean air when he was up in the higher elevation. So that's what gave him the idea. So he was, like I'm going to do this for 24 hours up and down and um have people donate per lap and it blew up into this huge um this huge event which a lot of people do now and they have multiple events all over all over uh out west I think there's there's one in Wyoming there's a few in in uh Utah in
1: Washington I think there's a couple of Washington too
0: Yep, Washington. So there's multiple locations now doing this event on different weekends. And also Patagonia has joined in uh to the cause and um they do some of their own their own uh RUFA events where they leave and and come back using their stores as a as a base. And also they're gonna put on a virtual RUFA this year in June. So we've been talking about and you can do it anywhere. The virtual RUFA. you can pick your, your Hill that you want to go up and down. And, um, and so we might, you know, try to do that. Maybe we get our listeners to, uh, to sign up and we can all join in the same Strava group or something and just calculate our, our total, total vert dominate,
1: just dominate the team competition.
0: (laughs) That's right. And, uh, okay so let's get into these race results so this is a, a it's a 5.8 miles so you go you go, you know two, two point yeah 2.9 up 2.9 back um, so it's basically three miles and like 2400 feet of climbing so I mean it's that's a pretty serious climb so 5.8 per per lap and you see how many laps you can do in the time allotted. In the twelve-hour event, Mike Mike Cappy uh, from Salt Lake City, he finished first. He did he did eight laps, so forty-six point four miles, and a crap load of elevation gain in eleven <laughs> hours and twenty minutes. And first place female for the twelve-hour event it was. Cody Mathig, and she's also from Salt Lake City and she did six she did six laps so 34.8 miles and also a shitload of elevation.
1: (laughs) The great thing about hers is she did those six laps right in how many hours?
0: In 10 hours and seven minutes so So she had 12 hours.
1: She's like, you know, what the last two hours, you can have them. You can have them. I'm not going to make it up and down in two hours. So you, I, I guess, right? I, you would think she can make one more, but I don't know. Maybe she's like, I'm, I'm tired. Uh, I know the next yeah. person's going to catch me. I'm good.
0: Yeah it it would have been it would have been uh, pretty tight, right? Because you're yeah. you're getting you're getting pretty wiped out tight. at that point. Um, yeah. Six laps, you know, you've done, let's say twenty five hundred uh, feet of climbing. You know, that's, I don't know, that's thousands of feet of climbing. So mm-hmm. many, many thousands of feet of climbing. So yeah. yeah, I I fully support the decision to not go yeah. out and try let another. Him, let him,
1: yeah, let them get their two life. hours.
0: <laughs> uh, in the twenty four hour event, uh, Kelly Halpin. She's from Wilson, Wyoming. She got first place overall, and she did it in 23 hours and 31 minutes. That's 69.6 miles. Mm-hmm. And second place right behind Kelly was the founder of the the OG, the godfather of the Dumb event, Jared, Jared Campbell. Three-time Barkley finisher also.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, by the Jean- by.
0: Yeah, by the way, <laughs> uh, so Jared finished right behind Kelly in 23 hours and 49 minutes, and he also did 12 laps. So, cool event. Um, we'll, we'll, more to come on, on the virtual event in June. All right, next race we're going to talk about is Arrowhead 135.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Arrowhead is a pretty well-known race it's uh it's been around for a while i think and it's basically 135 miles uh in starts i believe it starts or ends in international falls minnesota which is pretty far north in minnesota so it's usually between zero degrees and negative 60 degrees (laughs) when they do it and there's usually a ton of snow on the course they have a bike division they have a, a foot division they have a kick sled division and a ski ski and kick sled i'm sorry there's three things bike foot and then ski and kick sled so this year was a little odd for them um this article goes over how the it was a much warmer than usual year and it created very difficult trail conditions because usually there's snow, right? Enough snow to where there's there's a, a nice, you know, groomed trail, and the the people on foot will will carry their sleds with all their gear because this is largely an unsupported event. I think there's only yeah. one one aid station like halfway through. Uh, there's a few different checkpoints, I believe, but there's one one station where you can get aid, and the rest is pretty much self-supported. You're carrying your stuff on a sled. Uh, so since it was so warm this year, they didn't have as much snow, uh, on the trail and the Nordic ski and kick sled categories were, had to be canceled because of the lack of snow and what snow remained was often like mush and above freezing temperatures. So very slushy. And also there was multiple sections with standing water, right? So I heard stories of the the bikes. They had to like, they they couldn't ride all the way through. They had to like push oh. through this water points and.
1: I I still like uh, I you and I were talking about earlier. I still love the the like the uh the uh, story the story header. I, I still yeah. love that. Like only in this race do you get the title of uh, lack of snow plagues racers. Like the lack of snow is what the issue was. So, uh, I, I, it's a hilarious story. Like just, it's just brutal, brutal race day Yeah,
0: because they, of no
1: snow. Like I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you mentioned it earlier, Johnny, you said, uh, that it's, it's kind of weird to see an ultra race where they, where they, uh, they want snow. They're, they, they, they're upset they need, when they don't have Yeah. It,
1: they know. need snow. Yeah. They don't want it. They need it.
0: Yep. So yeah, very difficult year for arrowhead and let's get into the results, uh, the, the foot, the foot category, which would be the, the runner runners, hikers, and this year, uh, swimmers, <laughs> um, Alan, <laughs> Alan Chapman got first place overall in 34 hours and 42 minutes. Uh, and first place female was Emily Kratz in 43 hours and 17 minutes. So so you were you were were talking earlier johnny about how the winning time here was pretty much double double the the winning time at rocky raccoon yeah and it's
1: it's it's 35
0: more miles
1: yeah 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 i mean here you're only i mean listen at us you're only going 35 more miles but it shouldn't take you you know like the same amount of time it took you to go 100 it just doesn't uh but it's just funny how the the race conditions were weirdly probably pretty close the same right they're they're both underwater they're both super muddy but it's just man arrowhead it's designed to be like where you can drag your food with you and all that kind of stuff it's miserable i can't wrap my head around how miserable they were because they were too warm you know at the end of the day like crazy
0: yeah, it's Arrowhead is a different beast uh, for sure. Um, and we were talking earlier about how most of the entrants in Arrowhead are <laughs> from the north. Uh, you know, typically when it's really cold, uh, you don't see too many people from the south signing up. There is a couple people from Florida.
1: The the the, the one from Florida, what did uh, what did he do the racing? I think he's just a guy, right?
0: There's I think I saw two two from Florida. And here's one. Uh, Simone Valentine Austin. How she it? Fifty-two hours and thirty-nine minutes.
1: Oh. Finished though. That's right. That's right.
0: And hours. the other one from Florida was Joe Joe Falcone in 58 hours and 24 minutes so that's it's, that's uh, that's that's grinding
1: that's because i the six-hour <clears throat> cutoff yes yeah, so that's grinding to like right down to the you know right down to the wire
0: yeah no doubt about it all right let's move on here um to the local race and down in the south bay that 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 your boy did over the weekend. <laughs>
1: it's uh, it's weird. there's a misprint though, because it it's, it's not saying you won the race.
0: Yeah, well, I got to get a hold of that race director and <laughs> I let him know they made a serious right. mistake. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it that is true. I definitely did not win this race. Um, <laughs> i I wish I was fast, but the truth is I'm not. I got ninth nah. place. Ninth place out of thirteen people that did the fifty K. Uh I I, w- I just it was using it for a training run for muck yeah. so I wasn't like out to win it this time, you know.
1: It's pretty wild they're saying thirteen people <laughs> ran a fifty K.
0: It was a very small low key yeah. event, Mount Almanum fifty K. Um and I uh I was using it for a training run. I thought you know, it's, it's, it's about 6,300 foot of climbing and it's on a lot of, uh, non-technical fire roads. There was maybe mm-hmm. like six miles of technical trail throughout the race. So I definitely wanted to get under seven hours. I did have to make a detour to use the restroom. Uh, it was an emergency. <laughs> so I ended up going an extra 0. 0.6 miles during the race. I couldn't wait till the next
1: Bathroom, I mean, which was I mean, five
0: miles away. So
1: it's uh, you had to go. You had to go that far. I mean, great thing about running in the woods, you only got to go about 0. 0.6 feet. You know, and you're like, yeah, oh, well, a tree here.
0: Uh, trust me, I wanted to do that, but <laughs> this the fire road. There, it was either oh. straight straight up on one side or straight down on the other <laughs> side, yeah. and it was oh. a ton of undergrowth. So that was that was a no go trust me i I did not want to go point six extra miles but <laughs> but it was kind of a uh force to but anyways, it all worked out and but i did I didn't get under seven hours I got seven hours and thirty seconds, so if I went to detour it, I would have got under mm. seven hours but easily easily anyway uh Brian Stevens got first and uh he did it in five hours and fourteen minutes and um, uh, there was no females in the 50 K just, just, yeah, it was just a, Man. uh, a sausage, 50 K <laughs> sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like the same thing. That's wild. Uh,
0: 13, 13, people. Yeah. There, there was, I think in some of the, like there was in the marathon, there was, there was a few. Even females. that was a
1: really small, that's a small entry list.
0: Yeah. 11 people did the marathon couple of people from Colorado, actually, which is kind of hmm. weird Weird that they would travel for that. Unless they were already out here for some reason. Getting out of the snow. To do it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Uari. I think this is about the point in time last broadcast <laughs> that we hey, realized that second. we weren't actually recording. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So Uari is kind of a, a race that, you know, I don't know much about it. But I always see it listed in Ultra Running Magazine or mm-hmm. articles about it. So it's kind of a famous race. It's a 40 miler. I'm sure some of our listeners are uh are familiar with this race or actually ran the race. But uh first place in URE 40 mile mountain run was Derek Fox. Uh he did let's see six hours and fifty seven minutes. 40 miler and first place female was Emily Fagan and she did eight hours and five minutes. So congrats to them.
1: That is a old school looking website they have too.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the, the where the results took me yeah. to, a, a, to a PDF. So, but that's cool. I'd like, yeah. you know, like the old school stuff. Yeah. Like um, next one, a thing I want to talk about is a, this FKT. It's San Jacinto Peak. And this is down in Palm Springs. Okay. There's there's this mountain in Palm It's like, it's crazy how he has that flat desert Palm Springs. And then mm-hmm. right at the edge of town is just this mountain <laughs> that goes up. And uh, you can actually take a tram up there. I've taken a tram up there once um up the mountain and it was 70 and sunny when we left to go on the tram and by the time we got up to the top of this mountain it was there was a foot of snow up there
1: no kidding
0: yeah so it's pretty cool and this you can all you don't have to take the tram you can go by trail and that's what this fkt is okay it's 17 miles up okay Ten thousand four hundred feet of climbing.
1: Well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hit me with that again.
0: It's seventeen miles up.
1: Damn.
0: Ten thousand four hundred feet of climb.
1: So it's a, it's just seventeen miles.
0: Well, so the so the FKT is uh, several different divisions. Yeah. One is one is you go up and down, so it's thirty five miles.
1: Right, right. And, but this and just... the
0: other, other is straight up. This this particular one was the up and down uh, okay. 35 mile.
1: I mean, I, what, what really kind of blows my mind, though, it's just a flat out, it's 17 miles up, right? Or 17 miles. yeah. But in that 17 miles, so just 17 miles, you have 10,000 plus feet of gain. Yeah. Like that, that's the part that, that's, that's I mean, that's yeah. running up a mountain.
0: I'll zoom in Not on the map here. You can see it says downtown Palm Springs yeah. right here, it's and then the, right there the trail just goes oh. just right up that mountain. That's really cool. It is cool, and it's really neat up there at the top too. If anybody's ever in in that area,
1: how tight the uh, how tight the uh, switchbacks are at the top of that thing. I mean, they're just
0: oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Uh, It's really cool up at the top. There's actually a a bar up at the top. So you can like get a drink and yeah, it's kind of cool at the top of the tram. Um, So anyways, FKT was uh, recently set there. Uh, Helen uh, Mino Faulkner, which her name sounds really familiar. uh, She did unsupported up and down seven hours and 54 minutes. That's pretty stout.
1: God. I yeah. mean, it kind of the cool thing about, like, I mean, thirty-four miles, right? So those are ones that you, you absolutely just get the like, oh, I'm going to do it unsupported and just really rock it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is looking. Yeah.
0: She set that on uh, January thirtieth, so nice, like a little over a week ago. The the unsupported mail FKT on that was set in 2023 in October of 2023 at six hours and 11 minutes. So, um, yeah, so pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool deal. I would like to do that trail someday actually, I, but yeah, I might yeah. take the tram down.
1: <laughs> As I say, uh, that's something, one of the ones where I can, yeah, you, I'll do the trail one way. Uh, we ain't got yeah. time for me to do it the second way.
0: Yeah, That's super I I, cool. maybe have a drink when you get to the top and take the train yeah. down and call it yeah. a day. Right. Go yeah. hang out by the pool. <laughs> All right. Um, one one other thing we want to talk about that happened over the weekend was the U.S. Olympic uh, trials marathon. And I know we really pretty much stick to ultra running on this news show. But there was some people that were affiliated with ultra running that ran in the Olympic trials. Um, but the only one that that actually uh placed in the top five was the fifty K world record holder CJ Albertson, and he placed fifth with two hours and ten minutes. That's pretty smoking. Yeah. Um and CJ set the fifty K world record here in San Francisco. There's a race that there's a five-mile loop around Lake uh Lake Merced, which is mm-hmm which is south of, of uh south of where my neighborhood, uh like south of Golden Gate Park.
1: Okay.
0: And uh it's a five mile loop. There's a little little bit of gradual climbing on that loop, but he set the fifty K world record there. And then he then the next year I think he broke his fifty K world record at the nice. same event. So Um, so he did the Olympic marathon trials and he got two hours and 10 minutes to finish fifth. So nobody else really placed in the top five. Des Linden, uh, who has the women's 50 K record for a mixed gender race. Uh, she placed 11th. So just wanted to give a shout out, but all right. So we're going to move into the black Canyon. Mm. Black Canyon preview. Um,
1: it kind of, What's kind of interesting is where they talk about, you know, I mean, this race is going to happen, you know, here in a couple of days after folks, or I guess, uh, depending on, it's a couple of days from when we're recording it. What's interesting is this race is kind of in danger of sharing a trend with two of the races we've already talked about. Uh, and they're looking like they're like, they've, well, I've, I've got a coworker. They've been getting rain for five straight days. So, uh, this is going to be a insanely fun year. I mean, it, there's so many things going on that's going to make this a fun year for this race.
0: So that's, that's a great point. We, we actually, uh, Johnny sent me a picture earlier of the river, the main river that goes, kind of goes through the course. and. Literally someone was up to their neck swimming in the river. Look at, so, looking kind of full. <laughs> and you cross that river, I believe it's three times. And yeah, and these it, are not a, these are not short river crossings. I mean, those rivers are very wide. Or that river that, is very yeah, wide.
1: I mean what's kind of funny is I there's one there's one crossing in particular I can think of. It's it's literally at a bend so it's not like it even went across in a straight part <laughs> it went across a yeah. bend. it's even wider like it's yeah this it's gonna be yeah. funnier so the weather's gonna make it fun but what we're gonna talk about is what's really like there are some young there's some young like talent there and like some crazy fast people
0: yes this is gonna be an uber competitive year and um it's it's really a, a, a must watch if you're a fan of of ultra running because you know it is it is the uh, the second to last golden ticket race uh, for Western States so a lot of people are going to be gunning for golden tickets and like Johnny said the the talent pool in this race this year is just off the charts I mean it's almost like Western States Junior.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Um, I'm going down the notes of, like, on the note of, like, just, you know, looking at the women. If you go down the women, you you look at just winners of races. Uh, Yeah, a first, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, double digit. There's double digit of the women if you just count the people who've won races last year. Yeah. It's so crazy
0: yeah it's it's really it's really gonna be uh interesting um and if if anybody wants to to watch if you're not familiar with jameel curry's mountain outpost um he actually has a a youtube a youtube uh channel where they use to do their live streams for for air Viper races and other races that, that contract them out. So just go to YouTube and go and do a search for mountain outpost. And you can find links to the live streams for, for black Canyon. There's, there's two live streams. And when we did it last year, Johnny and I ran that race and some other friends, um, (laughs) (laughs) they did, they did the live stream and they actually did the golden hour for the Western States qualifier, which was kind of cool too. So, got me on camera tripping over the falling over the finish line. But, uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, have you seen the weather forecast John for, Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. Mayor Arizona. I saw a picture of mayor Arizona, which is where the race starts. And it was buried in snow. What? Yeah. I
1: don't know where I saw that. So, I mean, going back to it being super wet this year, if that's going to melt, right. There's no way that there's no way that stays. I I can't, it's, it'd be a cool thing to, you know, dip in and check and just see what it looks like there. But, um, okay. We talked about about some of the women in there, right. Some of the women runners. Do you want to talk about, let's let's go,
0: let's go over a few, a few of the, of the contenders here. Um, You know, some of the the names that have been around for a while, like Lucy Bartholomew from Australia, Kat Bradley, Mm. uh, she got first at the Havelina 100 K and she, Kat has been around for a long time. She is just a heck of an ultra runner, Riley Brady. They got third at the Havelina 100 mile. Riley is a really strong runner and Tara, uh, Tara Dower. Who's actually? I just uh, was hearing Carl Meltzer on on a uh, podcast today, and um, he's he's actually her coach. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and but she's the one that in the ultra running keep ultra running weird awards that fell into a uh,
1: the cactus. Cact-
0: the ch- yeah. ch- starts of the sea. Yeah. Um, she had those bits of cactus all over her. Like that's just that was crazy. Um. And, uh, yeah, Anna Mae Flynn, Anna Cautious from San Francisco. Uh, yeah, there's just tons and tons of, of talented runners here. Sarah Beale from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Very strong runner. First at JFK 50 mile, which. Yeah. 20, 2022.
1: That was last year. Well, so she was supposed to be. She was out of this race last year when we ran it, too. And dropped. Mm. So this is a. This get back, you know, get revenge kind of year for her here.
0: Yep. So yeah, so it would be interesting to see what happens, and then yeah, we can go into the men. Uh, so Dylan Bowman, Debo from Free Trail, uh, elite ultra runner, has his own multimedia. Company for ultra running. They put on a few races too in partnership with a with a race company. Um, he is crewing for this guy, Andrew Bumbolo. Uh and it's Andrew's first ultra marathon, and he is a two ten marathon runner. Um, but Debo is going to be crewing for him, so. You know, you got the, you got the inexperience uh, with tons of speed, but you have Debo that's going to talk him through the things he doesn't know. So, but,
1: but I mean, we've all watched, we've all watched our buddies who are fast, be like, oh, I'm feeling great. And what are we we're like, dude, don't do it. Don't yep. do it. And they just don't listen. The <laughs> fast dudes never listen. Until they're like, I don't understand my legs are still so heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turns out you're not I, running a marathon.
0: Yeah, I think and I think experience has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Now. Um and then Justin Grunwald, who's he's he's just a grinder. He's been around forever. Mark Hammond, he's he's another one that's been around forever, mm-hmm. super fast. Uh he got first at I Am Tough last year. Hayden Hawks another legend uh, f- first at Canyons yeah 50k canyons 50k last year Jared Hazen one of the Coconino cowboys right yeah, yeah. he he went sub 15 at western states uh, the year that Walmsley set set the record um, and Jared Hazen got second um, David Laney another big name Ryan Miller Ryan Montgomery. And, uh, yeah, John, John Ray, who's, who's, uh, an up and comer, um, Jeffrey Stern, Jeffrey Stern took first at Mountain Mist. He's, he's the one that, that race directed to 50 K last year. He's a writer for ultra running magazine. And, um, Tim Tolson, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Now we got. We have this other guy, Hans Troyer. So Hans is, is very, he's young. He's uh, I don't know how old he is, maybe early twenties. Um, oh yeah.
1: I, I think he's less than 22. Like I, I, Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. I, uber young.
0: Oh, uber young. Yeah. So, so Hans, I think was a really good college runner and then uh, started jumping into ultras just very recently he won two fifty ks, and then he went out and he won Bandera hundred k. Like mm-hmm. he crushed, he crushed the field. The they, course they was say a little he short. did,
1: yeah. So he he doesn't get to have the title of course record,
0: but still, right.
1: I don't know how short, but yeah, so it, totally.
0: he did. He did beat Walmsley's course record, but they're yeah. saying the course was a little short. Yeah. So. Um. Okay so so hans is running but hans uh said he had some achilles issues so he was not he was not uh he was a little down about that on on uh strava the other day and just an update from his twitter feed on what's going on here let me just share this can you hear this uh john comes
1: here with a running update as some of y'all know, traveling to Black Canyon or traveling to Arizona to race Black Canyon. I'm in Dallas right now. We actually um we missed our flight to Phoenix. So Jeez. we're gonna be at the airport for a <laughs> while, and purchase more tickets, and we're now flying to Las Vegas and uh, then driving the rest of the way. Oh getting we'll get out of Phoenix here. like four or five in the morning. It's gonna be great. Keeping high spirits about it, but Yep, that's my update. Um, Dude. No shakeout run today. It's going to be all good. Can try and sleep in the car. All is well. Dude, what in the absolute (laughs) world.
0: He's he's a little flustered, you can tell.
1: I mean, but just like we were talking about uh, the other youngster that's in the race this year, the new up and cover, just like just like that guy's super young, this yeah. this just reeks of, I'm you know what I mean like oh wait I don't have a coach and everyone getting my college cross country stuff ready for me oh I gotta do it, oh my gosh the the over the overtraining like you had said earlier right like you and I were talking yeah. to you said he's been knocking out hundred mile weeks like what are we talking about
0: hundred and twenty mile weeks crazy talk. But that's I, you know that's kind of what walmsley did when he was younger he was he was putting in these crazy hundred mile yeah. weeks and um just running like a wild banshee <laughs> you know? like,
1: I, I mean i guess in a weird way right it's like high risk high reward like you you can like that's you, true it's it's crazy right so he, all depends I, I can't imagine that dude even has close to a like top t- like I don't. He might be able to crack top ten now. That's yeah.
0: So with his Achilles, like, yeah, and you know the Achilles. Like, here is another thing that comes with inexperience, right? Oftentimes with big races on your taper, you get phantom pains. You get, you know, there is stuff where where you swear you are injured yeah. oh, once the race starts.
1: So yeah, yeah. You know, it's fine.
0: <laughs> so it's hard to know. It's hard to know what's going on. Uh, I, we were really looking forward to following him in this race because, uh, you know, he's, he is very energetic. He's uh pretty charismatic. He's, he's really excited about ultra running. So it's been kind of fun to follow, but, um, but we'll uh, see, we'll see if he can hang with the big, with the big people.
1: <laughs> I mean, if there's a, if it was betting world, I would try to put some money down on him, but then, you know, Yeah stuff started like, Ooh, glad I didn't place that Uh, that, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I, uh, well, I was, I was going to go with the, the free trail, the free yeah. trail, um, uh, fantasy ultra running site. So this is another thing we wanted to bring yeah. up before we make our, our picks, uh, that if you go to free trails or just Google free trail, fantasy, fantasy ultra running, um, I got to pull this up here. Here it is. You Google free trail fantasy ultra running and I'll blow this up so people can see. Uh, It's cool. It's just like fantasy football, but it's for ultra running. Um, You, you can see they've already did the Hong Kong 100 K, which I did not. I did not get in on. Um, But black Canyon is next. So, there's still time. You can get in there and make your picks up until race start on Saturday morning. So if you're listening so to this cool. uh, and you're interested, just go to Black Canyon. Uh, you know, fantasy, fantasy or free trail fantasy ultra running. Google that, find the link. I'll put it in the show notes too. Um, and you can actually go and see. I uh, can't. Oh, I'm gonna click on the Hong Kong 100K. And guess who? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh place. Jim yeah. Walmsley. <laughs> Jim Walmsley's like, making fantasy picks.
1: Almost like he knows what's going on or has the secret. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny.
0: So, anyways, uh yeah, so it's kind of a cool deal. But all right, Johnny, you ready, you ready to uh
1: Yeah, I got my make... I got my people picked out, I think. I think I got my people picked. So we get, let's let's start with the women, and I, I'll go ahead and put my two out there first. Um, All right. The first one is is who I think is going to win. I, I I'm going I'm going to roll with Tara here. Now, I also do want to find out. So if any of our listeners can tell me, is it Tara or Tara? I went to school with a girl whose name was spelled like this. And she used to beat people up who called her Tara. Or I'm sorry, she used to beat people up who called her Tara. Because her name was Tara. I said I can't keep them right. But anywho, that's who I think is going to win this year. Um, now, who I truly want to win is, is obviously, you know, Sarah Beal from, from Columbus, Ohio. Like, I think that'd be cool. Uh, like we talked about a little earlier, she won JFK last year. Got to the race. Uh, got to uh, Black Canyon last year. Had a little bit of a hamstring issue, I think, if I recall right, and like recognized her early in the race, so bowed out. Uh, so I think she's coming back in this year healthy. She's obviously really fast. She won JFK, so that's who I. That's what I take for the women.
0: All right, that's a uh, pretty solid, pretty solid selection. Um, I, I'm all, I'm all geared up here to to do the Black Canyon picks i got my black canyon shirt yeah. from last year i got the picture i took from the black canyon course was my background this week so a little, couple of easter eggs there if, if anybody caught <laughs> that um but anyway uh i think so my my pick for first place females is is uh anna cautious and i'm picking her okay. because she's from san francisco one two she's fast as hell and three, uh, she won Haviline hundred K last year. So I think um I think she's uh she's gonna do really well. And I would say second place female um it's really, really tough because there's so many that could <laughs> yeah that could do it, but uh I'm going to go with um, with Riley Brady, and Riley uh, identifies as non-binary, but uh, but is competing in the women's race. So yeah, I'm going with Riley for second place. Riley is a very strong strong runner. He got third at Havelina last year. So earlier
1: um, earlier when we were talking about the women runners and you were talking about Anna, I was like, ooh. That's a good pick. That's a good one. When we talk about that, I was like, "Yeah, she has." Like you talk about being in San Francisco and like already used to running out there in the desert and one of those, like, "Ooh, he, he might have me on that one." That's a good pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. It's 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 being recorded, so <laughs> <laughs> it's on there. Um. All right. So, who do you got? Who do you got for the man?
1: Okay. So. I, What's weird is I actually found this one to be quite a bit harder for some reason because it is I mean it's ridiculous. Like I said, when we first talked about Hontre winning um, Bandera, when we first talked about that, I'm like, you know what? This dude might go out there, but you know, age it should, what it does, you know, the the youngness and the kind of the, the you know stuff that's going on. So anywho, uh, I I I'm leaning Ryan Montgomery, I think. I'm going to go with Ryan Montgomery. is who I think is going to pull this out. Had a, had a good year last year. Uh, young dude, really starting to hit this stride. I'm going with Ryan Montgomery.
0: Ryan is a really solid pick. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would be surprised if he's not first, I guess. I, I would be surprised if he's – or yeah, I would be surprised if Ryan's not on the podium at a minimum if not first do you have a second place
1: yeah. you and i talked about this a little bit you are like, he's old i'm like dude hayden hawks oh like, yeah like, like, like i don't know i, I don't know why uh it, it might maybe this will maybe i've just watched too many of his you know instagram stuff like damn this dude's like putting in some work like maybe it's that i I don't know if, if I'm taking a second, I'm going to, I can't go wrong with Hayden Hawks.
0: That's a, another solid pick. Hayden is, uh, yeah, he's ex, very experienced ultra runner, um, uh, a, a solid runner, um, got first at canyons, uh, 50 K last year. So no doubt, no doubt he could be right in there. Uh, for my first place male, I'm going with one of these young gun,
1: No. Uh. Um, you talked well, about
0: not, it, not not the two young guns that you're thinking about, but oh, okay. okay, another like, young, another young gun who, um, who actually set the course record in the Javelina 100 mile, uh, in the fall, and that's John Ray. Yeah. I watched, I I sent you that video. I watched him yep. doing his uh, speed workouts and stuff. I think John Ray is he's my pick for first at Black Canyon. Um, mm-hmm.
1: When you sent that, I kind of figured like, oh, he's he's definitely rolling with him for his pick. when you sent that
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think uh John can can get first. Um second place was like you said, this is really tough because there's so much talent in yeah. here. Um I I think I'm gonna roll with with local. I'm going with my lo- local for me, Jeffrey
1: oh, I'm wrong. I I thought I knew who your number two is going to be. I
0: thought
1: <laughs> I thought you were go with Andrew. I thought you were go with that dude.
0: I thought about it because uh. <laughs> I did. I, I I actually just I just flopped like right at the last
1: I, right yeah. at the last
0: minute. Um, the only thing with Andrew Bumbleau is that he's never run an ultra. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's just too many unknowns. Even if you have the the crew of Debo telling you what to do,
1: what to do, what to expect. Yeah,
0: it's. I think I don't know. I think experience will will trump um, will trump that. But we'll see. I, I I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this.
1: So, but your number two was who
0: was was it?
1: Matt, right? Oh, Je-
0: Jeffrey Stern.
1: Jeff. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why him? Just because he's a fellow, uh,
0: he's local, Bay Area He's guy. local, and he's, he, I think he's hitting his stride this year. He got first at Mountain Mist.
1: Yeah.
0: A couple weeks okay. ago, two weeks ago. Could. So. That's,
1: that could be, that, that's, a, uh, I mean, it's easy article writing for his staff then, right? Like that should be, <laughs> yeah. that should be a no brainer.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think, uh, Jared Hazen might, might get a podium. I don't know, Jared, I don't know if he's been injured or what's been going on with him. Like the last couple of years, I, he mm-hmm. hasn't been, something's been off with, with Jared, but you know, if he's back in, in like 20 or like 2019 form, uh, look out Ryan Miller is another one that could easily yeah. scorch that, that course. So. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be exciting. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. All right, so that's our picks. All right, we just have uh, two more things to talk about today. One is okay. So the American Trail Running Association, this they have an article about uh, including this this new technology called active track uh, in their event standard program so at the u.s trail conference in washington they came across uh, the the owner of active track and they learned that it has a wide range of services uh, it can do timing runner tracking personalized videos and live streaming and it maintains a very small mobile footprint Uh, It's one of the reasons that, that ATRA American trail running association is excited about it. Um, So this is a really cool system, active track. It's small and it, it it tracks runners.
1: When we're talking about small, just for people like, like, there's a picture of it. It's, it's like a, it's like a, like a igloo cooler, like a, uh, like a Yeti or something like that. You know what I mean? That's all the bigger it is. It's like your, if you think of a, stereotypical cooler you'd take out to a camping trip. It's about that size. That's it. It's a crazy small footprint.
0: Yep. So they, they put these units, uh, at different places on the course and, um, they're currently run off cell phone, uh, cell phone towers for connection, but they've devised a way to build their own network on the trail. So you don't even need, Cell phone connection or Wi Fi or anything, it'll go through their own network back to a central spot that does have crazy. connection. That's and, crazy. And so, and it's all run off these little RF or it's tracks runners to these little RF ID tags that can go, I believe it goes on the bib or it's like well, a, a on snap. The one, yeah,
1: bracelet. on the one picture, on the one picture at the top of the article. It almost looks like it's a, like, look right there. Almost oh, there looks it like is. A wristband. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looks like Let me blow this up. Yeah, it is. It's like a, a wristband. That's what it is. It's a slap bracelet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they they have an RFID tag in that bracelet. Now, this is going to be way better than those spot trackers that they do for some mountain races now that they make you carry that actually has a weight and you have to yeah. attach it to your vest and everything. Like, this is going to be way better. And another cool thing about this is it—it's—it's real-time live streaming and positioning spot trackers. That sometimes it lags and it catches up, but this you're going to be able to see exactly real-time statistics. You're going to see the pace that they're going, the their overall pace, like anything you can think of, it's going to be there, and it's going to be connected to. They're going to Put they put video cameras all over the course at different places, and basically it'll alert uh, people that are watching their runner on the live stream. It'll alert them when they're coming up to a, a camera, so that they can they can tune into that particular live stream and watch their runner come through on the camera.
1: It's not like it's not like what we were doing when we were watching a big backyard where you're just sitting there you're literally watching a trail. For like yeah. <laughs> 40 minutes no serious you know like mm-hmm. coming down the other thing that I you and I had briefly talked about this back to like the it being like a slap band yeah like I this will sound bougie I I, I normally get made fun of for this but like <laughs> I I hate putting bibs on because I don't want to put the holes in into anything I have the gear the shirt the shorts so I I I, I my understanding: is the reason you have the numbers to track you, right? Like, yeah, there's like little things on the back, or or maybe it's just even the old schoolness of having a number. I really hope that if this catches aren't really good, that you know your your number, you know, I mean, your bib is a slap. That would be yeah, amazing. Like no more bibs. Uh, oh, huge. way
0: way better. I yeah. Dude, that's not bougie at all. I hate wearing. <laughs> I hate putting that bib on. It's got like <laughs> fold, folded and yeah, the yeah. Being pinned through. God, just give me the the wrist bracelet. Yeah,
1: that. <laughs> let's go. <Call> that. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, super cool. Here's like the
0: cool. cameras, I think. Um, which is like state of the art, or maybe that's the antenna. That's tower. the antenna. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. the antenna. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this is the antenna. It looks kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So this article and I'll, I'll link this in the show notes as well. This article, if people want to check it out, but um, it's pretty cool. So they actually, they uh, or go to active tracks website and. The website's pretty nice. I,
1: I spent some time on it. I was like, Oh, that's some cool stuff.
0: Yep. So just, just for an example, you can go to watch past events, and they did. <laughs> oops, I did not uh, want to do that. Uh, on there. Yeah, so a lot of these don't have the video, but one that does, and I think it's one of their trial events, was Chuck nut 50k mm-hmm. in Washington in, in March of last year. And for those of you listening on the podcast, we're pulling up the live streams that they had from Chucknut, and, and there is what. There's one at the start, one at 6.5 miles, one at 3.5 miles, another one, another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. (laughs) There's like 15 live streams on there that you can, you can literally like click on. If you were watching during the race, you could literally click on any of those live streams just to like watch your runner. So this is really cool. Yeah. So this is, this is really state-of-the-art and it's lightweight and, um, and it's going to be pretty accurate. So I think this is the future of runner tracking. I yeah. believe. Yeah.
1: Hey, I mean, it'd be cool just to see it showing up at like local events around me. Like, I think this is really cool.
0: Yeah. And there is some cost involved. Um, they said, uh, they said, what it costs, uh, ActiveTrack startup system with two readers and 1,000 reusable tags would cost under 5000 not tens of thousands of dollars. So it is, I mean, it's kind of expensive.
1: It's, yeah. Uh,
0: so. But maybe it would pay for itself after a while. I don't
1: you, know. You know who I rarely see, like, becoming partners is this and UltraSignUp. Yeah, you know what i mean like that's that's the partnership right there like they could just
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think they could get they could get it by the SEC because it's two different uh yeah yeah two different types of businesses
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um all right let's go move on to our last story uh okay so this guy will sprouse i heard him on the adventure jogger podcast and I was just blown away like i had never heard this guy's story um but he was the most recent person to finish 100 100 milers okay now he didn't start running hundreds until 2012 and he's done 100 100 milers in what 12 year 12 not years. even
1: 12 years not even twelve, you know what I mean? Like it's just now, yeah. Well, maybe so, yeah. Hundred hunters in twelve years.
0: Yep. I and I think, I think he started with Rocky Raccoon actually. So
1: I, I think the weird, funny part about this twist is I think he did also. I'm pretty sure he did. And like, well, like you said, like I it, the odds of there ever being a person I've heard of that you haven't heard of is slim to nil. But that like you'd never heard of him. I, until you had brought this up to my attention, I'd never heard of the guy, but like you said, he's, he's been around for a minute and you even found an even older article about him, right? Like the, the, the restaurant one or something like that.
0: Yeah. So I run far had an article about, about him. Um, yeah, so he is a restaurant owner and, um, he actually, he actually had a, a uh, stroke as well. He had a hole mm-hmm. in his heart, like a birth defect that he didn't know about. And that was in 2021, I believe. So he had a stroke in the middle of <laughs> this 12 years of running or t- uh, 10 years, 10 years of, of running um hundred, a hundred milers. And I guess he came back from his stroke like pretty quickly, but yeah. So he is a, he has a, a restaurant called the aid station pub and pizza. And, um, that's one of the things that he fuels with is he makes this special pizza for his races. And it has double crust crust on top, crust on bottom. It's, um, listen to the ultra ultra, uh, or adventure jogger podcast with this guy. It's awesome. But it's a Supreme pizza with jalapenos. And oh, he puts it in baggies and he eats that. But that's not his only source of fuel. His yeah. other primary source of fuel is beer. and A lot of it. And I'm not even talking about like lawnmower beers. I'm not talking about <laughs> PBR or or anything like that. Champagne he says, a beer. He says his favorite is IPA. Yeah. Um, but he drinks all kinds of beers during races. He'll take he'll leave an A station and take four beers with him. <laughs> and Dude, he sa- he, sa- he says he doesn't get drunk. He says it he says the alcohol is like sugar, it goes right right into your bloodstream and he doesn't get drunk. And the most he ever drank in a hundred miler was thirty one beers. He's <laughs> like a thirty pack,
1: you know, just just, just a cash just a casual 30 rack, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Just like, yeah, just, just crush a 30 pack of beers. He was yeah. talking about some race that had kegs one time and he was like, this is like the greatest race ever. <laughs> like, um, uh,
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to go to Kansas just to go to a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's
0: that would be really cool. Um see so yeah, said so they have 17 craft beers on tap. <clears throat> All of his belt buckles, are on the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. So very interesting guy. Yeah. His first ultra was Rocky raccoon, Rocky raccoon in 2012. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend listening to him on the adventure jogger. Um, and he, he's not, he, he's not just limited to like easy hundred milers. I mean, he's done cruel jewel, uh you know he's done some hard 100 milers too so mm-hmm. um and yeah, and then on the venture jogger they go pretty in depth into his beer drinking during races and um and his stroke and and his his uh pizza for fuel so will sprouse <laughs> uh congrats on 100 100 milers. that's hats uh, off. Hats that's off hats off to you sir pretty epic i think there's yeah. i think he's like the 28th person if i'm not mistaken the 28th person to reach 100 100 milers so he's in he's in very very uh elite company like for sure all right well um let us know let us know everyone let us know what your black canyon picks are if you have any or go over to free trail make some fantasy picks if you want um but uh yeah we'll uh we'll we'll recap recap the the race on the next episode and give us a, a like or if you're listening on a podcast if you don't mind uh just give us a rating just give oh us, yeah yeah give us the best rating that you can give <laughs> us like if you're gonna rate us what? less than five then just, you, you can, can, just, you can just skip it it's
1: okay. yeah it doesn't don't <laughs> don't worry about it we'll forgive you yeah
0: yeah but uh but no, we really appreciate everybody that, that has been listening. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping to, to grow it, but, uh, but you know, the, the people that are listening now are the kind of the OG listeners and, uh, <laughs> you we, will really,
1: not be
0: we appreciate you tuning in. You know, we, we just, uh, we like ultra running and, uh, like to have fun conversations about it. So hope, hope everyone's enjoying it. Cool. All right anything else Johnny?
1: I don't have anything hope everyone enjoys the uh, enjoys the great weather. I know Ohio we're looking at 50 60 so get out enjoy the weather and and nice If you're running something good luck.
0: Yeah, no doubt no doubt we're supposed to have some nice weather here this weekend too so looking forward to it. All right we'll uh, we'll catch everybody on the next one
1: All right. see it.